Hello and welcome back to my official unofficial Aries of the Night podcast with me, Aline. Today's topic is season 3 and season 4. Of course, we don't know if there will be a season 3 or season 4, but we all hope and we all have our fingers crossed. So what I'm gonna talk about is what ideas do I have for season 3 and season 4, um, what problems need to be solved, what new things do I want, what do I want to know more about. Yeah, basically that's it. And this is just all my personal opinion and let's get started. So first of all, I'm gonna answer some questions I asked myself. What should happen? I really want that season 3 focuses on another city. Um, maybe like London, because I really love London and it would be so great to know more of about the home of the Virate. And I also want more screen time for the little ones like Joan, Luciano and Tamo. And we get to see more of their friendship and especially the relationship of Tamo and Jean. What new things do I want? I think it would be really cool if we could get a new ear. And I love those fighting scenes. I definitely want more of them. I want a new hairstyle for Lars. <laughs> this is just my opinion, but I don't like his ponytail very much. I liked his hair in season one. I think it would be interesting to give everyone a new look or something new at least. And I want to see some character development, especially on Fanny, because I really think that she has more to offer than just being mean. And I want to see a little character development of Ivy. I love Ivy, she's my favorite character, but I want her to become more independent and stronger and I want to see her relationship with Inger and yeah. Okay, so what I want to know more about are definitely the clan wars and the clans as well. The heirs, the elder, how the shadows became shadows and what is happening with Elizabeth. I'm super interested in those clans and love all the information we can get, but we can learn more about the clans and the clan wars. Maybe have some history aspects of those things in the new seasons. Which conflicts need to be solved? So in season 2, Elizabeth woke up. Dracula was killed or killed himself and Elizabeth woke up. So she's mad, of course. So we need to see where that leads. And Laura's dad is still in this forest. Um, <laughs> He needs to be alive, right? We need to know if he's alive. So I have a detailed plan of what I think would happen in season 3 and 4. And yeah, enjoy listening to it. I have a lot of fantasy and creativity so <laughs> for season three there's obviously a time gap like the actors filmed the show two years ago or when they would start filming which would be 2022 this is almost three years ago so there has to be a time gap because especially the young actors look very different now what i would say for the show is that there would be a time gap of one year and in this year they could continue the vampire school because they wanted to learn more they liked each other a lot so they wanted to stay together and learn more about the other clans and yeah just be a close family now everybody has the basic powers of the others they know how to control them and how to do some cool things with them my idea is that after they destroyed the knot, they went to London. Because Hamburg wouldn't work, obviously, because there's no house. It was almost burned down. The red masks are still there. And Neapel is also not the best place because they had trouble with the police. And I don't think so that it would be a great idea to stay there again. Paris. Paris is also not the best place because the Puras live in the catacombs. Uh 
not the best place for kids. Trump's Norway is way too rough. I think they even said it in the first episode, in the first season, that Norway wouldn't be an option because it's too rough for the kids. And I just think they have in London more freedom and more fun stuff to do for the kids. Yeah, more stuff to see. And then I would go with a simple flashback. What did Elizabeth do in this one year? And what I would do is that she maybe made herself a little army full of shadows because she's training them for revenge in her little castle in Transylvania because, of course, her husband was killed. I think also Elizabeth changed a lot because she was in hell and stuff and <laughs> she has no one left. Her husband died, her son died, so simply she just wants revenge. Also, I can imagine that she wants her rubies back because it was her tears and Dracula's blood that produced these rubies and probably has emotional worth for her because it's like the only thing she has left from Dracula that reminds her of him and the rubies are a part of her. Okay, so London. What would the heirs do in London? I think they would be still learning. There is a lot they can learn, like a lot in history, about the clans and about the powers. You can do a lot with these powers, so they can learn a lot, of course. And the others have like way more experience with their powers than the other clans that haven't these powers since birth. Okay, so in London they have all rubies and they're just there because after the last fight the rubies were all in the stone at the cave and maybe they just took them so nobody else could get them and use them for something evil. So they just took them with them and maybe the elders keep them safe. Then I would go off with a vision that Ivy has of Elizabetha and what she's doing. She's training the shadows because Ivy is the new Noedi and when season 3 starts... Ivy has a vision of Elizabetha, that Elizabetha trains her shadow army to come for revenge. And Ivy warns the other heirs, they need help now because they need a better strategy and they need to know more about the other rubies that are not used, they don't know much about. For instance, the Tova ruby, they don't really know what it can do or the Caminata ruby. So now it gets exciting because I have a little idea. So all of a sudden the Caminata and the Vikla ruby start blaming and they are showing the way to two people. Elisabetha came out of hell and due to this release of power of the world of death two other people came back to life. They died, but now they are back. And those two are two heirs of Caminata and Vigla. And they are now on Earth, like where they died, probably in their both homelands, like in Greece and in Switzerland. The heirs know that they just have to get them because they need them to prepare for the fight with Elisabetha. Because Ivy had another vision. Ivy saw a fight in Ireland with the shadows and I had the idea that they're doing this in Ireland because now the heirs know that Elisabetha will get them and they can prepare. They can fight on their own ground and I would say they would go to Liskenor because the Locarno know Liskenor best and there is like no city just like the other hometowns of the other heirs so they wouldn't harm anybody that is not involved into this fight. So I Ireland would be the perfect option to fight. 
they sent the shadows, Calvina, Niku, and Seymour to Liskenor to build up a little camp to prepare for this fight, and all of these persons have a purpose. Seymour, of course, because he knows the region, he knows everything about Liskenor, he just knows his home best. Niku and Calvina, of course, because they know a lot about fighting and they're very practical, they have some serious skills which could help. And of course, the shadows, because they are just used to working and they know a lot from building something, planning something. So they built up camp in Lusconor to prepare for the fight with Elisabetha and her army. And the other heirs that are now left, they try to search the two lost heirs that came back to Earth. And for that reason, they split in two groups. One group is searching for the Caminada boy and one group is searching for the Vigla girl. It's just in my head that there's a Caminada boy and a Vigla girl. Like, mm. <laughs> um, just my imagination. And and so the elders are not coming with them because they should stay in Liskenor to, to help them and prepare. And group one is group Switzerland with Ivy, Inger, Fanny and Luciano. They go over land. They go in a carriage to search for the Caminata boy because they have to sail like over from London to probably France and then can go to Switzerland. The best route group one could do is going through France and then getting to Switzerland. And the other group, group two, group Greece, consists of Elisa, Lars, Malcolm, Tamu and Joan. They go with a ship, they sail to Greece because sailing would be best because they have a lot of ocean, obviously. And I also have a reason why I chose this person to go. Group one is because Ivy and Inger obviously belong together, as well as Inger and Fanny, you cannot split those. Ivy has these visions, so it would be best to have her in a group. And Luciano is just... Mm, they all... Inger, Fanny, Luciano, Ivy, they all have like social powers or powers that are good when they are under people. The others are obviously sailing, so they don't have a lot of contact with people. And Inger and Fanny can read minds, so, like very useful. Luciano can withstand holy objects. It's just all perfect for doing a journey on land. And the other group, the ship group, the sailing group, Elise is good at sailing as well as Lars. So Lars and Elisa belong together, so they have to go together. As well as Malcolm, Tamu and Joan. Malcolm and the two kids, they just have such a great bond that they need to stay together as well as Tamu and Joan because they're just a dream team. And Malcolm also can produce wind, so it's good for sailing because they can go way faster because Malcolm can produce the wind. Also, Tamu is Elise's brother, so no good idea to split them. We could do a little time jump from that so we don't spend 10 episodes of this journey because it would take a long time to get to Greece with a ship. They would be faster because of the wind that Malcolm produces but yeah, it would take a long time. During this journey they can show like pieces of how they built the camp in Ireland, how they prepare for the fight. They build up a fort a little and Seymour just knows the landscape best and we just see them building up this camp and like searching for wood and producing maybe some traps or something they just plan everything out very well when they find the lost heirs they explain of course the situation that they need their help they need to know more about their rubies and elizabeth woke up and they just need their help to fight against her and they convince the two and they both come 
with them to Ireland so they could train them on the way or when they are in Ireland they could train their powers and show how the ruby is used because the Caminata and the Vicla ruby are both great to use in a fight and of course the Dracus clan have the Vicla ruby for a long time now but um, I think like real clan member would know better how to use the Vicla ruby than the Dracus do. Then we have the like training at the camp, they learn the powers of Caminata and Vicla of course, they have like a little strategy. I can really imagine Elisa having this all in mind and planning this out perfectly. The elders are helping too, so everybody's working together so they can defeat Elisabetha and her army. And as a season final, I would go with a fight with Elisabetha and the army and of course like Elisabetha's army has to lose like a happy end or something. And But it could be so, so exciting this fight because it's not in a small house or something, they don't have much space there. It would just be a number larger than before. We have a whole army of Elizabeth's shadows and we have like the elders, the heirs, the shadows, Niku and Kelvina and it's just uh, amazing. Especially when we have like a forest and a whole field and a camp with it. it. It would be so exciting. I would really love to watch that. And at the end of this fight, Elizabeth loses. She has no army anymore. But now she kidnaps Ivy and we have a cliffhanger now. I don't like open ends as well, but it would be just amazing to have this. Oh my god, what is the end? What is happening to Ivy? It's just the excitement that we are left with. And then season four is happening. And I also have like a plan for season four, but it's not as detailed as the plan for season three because obviously I have more to work with because I know season two. So I would go on with Elizabeth kidnapping Ivy and I think Ivy would be a great idea because Ivy has these visions so she could warn the others and it would be just best to take her because she's one of the most powerful members of their ears. And I can imagine Inger going a little crazy because of course her girlfriend got kidnapped and um, they all want her back because almost everybody's friends with her except of Bunny <laughs> but um, everybody else is friends with her so they want her to get her back. Elisabetha went with her to an unknown place but we all can guess that it's probably Transylvania because she knows it best so Elisabetha probably had like one or two or three of her army left and the heirs tried to find Ivy and Elisa remembers Dracula's castle because she saw it in a vision but of course she doesn't know where it is so they have to go to Transylvania and have to find this castle which is not very easy but possible and also they need to find it because Ivy <laughs> so we have like these two Two plots that are going off at the same time so we can switch between these plots the air searching for Ivy and Elisabetha having Ivy in her castle and Elisabetha works on a plan she tries to get information from Ivy about what the heirs do but of course Ivy's not telling her because she wants to save her friends and the other heirs don't know that Elisabetha is trying to do a ritual to get her son and her husband back and it's obviously a game with life and death so it's, it's not a very easy ritual. I would say the conditions are very hard and she's preparing for these like conditions um, to get. Maybe she has to get like a hair of a unicorn or something like some ingredients that are very hard to get. 
she also kidnapped Ivy because Ivy is a part of the ritual. I don't know if it's too hard, but in my mind, it's part of the ritual that you have to sacrifice a Noah-Edi. I also think that's just a great idea. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> maybe a Noah-Edi is just needed. Maybe the blood of her or something. That's like a way you could make this less harmful. And the fight was only a show. She wanted Ivy. But of course, the heirs and the eldest are very powerful. So as a kind of distraction, she made an army so she could kidnap Ivy. And I just love this as a plot twist. I don't know, uh, but I think it's a great plot twist. And for the search for Ivy, the heirs go first with a ship and then maybe on horses because they won't fit in a carriage. Like, if all heirs go, they either would have to stay in two carriages or three, or they would go by horses, which I think would be also very interesting because we don't have a lot of different ways of transportation. We had the carriage, we had the ship, and I don't think we had like anything else. So what I could imagine is that ride on horses and they stay every day like in a cave or something. It would be cute. And they don't know that Ivy should be sacrificed or what Elizabeth is actually doing. So that's the plot twist we get to know at the end. And at the castle they try to find out what they want to do with Ivy, why they have her and there they find out and now they have to really get her out because she's in serious danger. They can listen with the help of Caminata Ruby and of course the Marcus Roby is also very helpful and I think Elizabeth is nearly possessed because she's straight out of hell. She's been there for way too long. Uh, she had been dead several times and a son died, her husband died. I think she has nobody on this earth left so she's probably mentally really sick and just wants some happiness and some happy end for her. And then they would save Ivy obviously and some really cool way to get her out. Maybe some little fight with Elizabethan stuff and that would be the end of season 4 for me. Then there would be absolutely no antagonist left. When Elisabetha gets killed when they try to save Ivy, there is nobody that they could harm them again, so happy end. This was a very detailed plan of the ideas I had for season 3 and 4 because I have like a huge fantasy and huge imaginations. Um, I could go way more into detail but that's it for now. And yeah, let me know what you think would happen in the season 3 or 4. Diederik, if you're listening to this, hire me. <laughs> I have a lot of ideas. <laughs> and yeah, that was it for today's episode. Thank you guys for listening. And I hope I he hear you again in my next podcast episode. Bye!